Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you that we are alive. We thank you that we are healthy and well. We thank you that we are safe. And we thank you, Father, for our families, for our friends. But most of all, we thank you for giving us your son, Jesus, for our salvation and to teach us by his own example, the ideal Adam that we should copy in our life. You describe yourself, your own nature, your own persona through your word so that when we study your word, Father, we understand what you mean by you made us in your own image and likeness. And we learn from there. And Jesus showed us what that image and likeness looks like and how we can achieve it as a human being. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us your spirit. So that through the strength of your spirit, we are able to overcome. It is he who provides revelation and guidance. And it is he who blesses us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. Father, we thank you that you pour your peace and joy into our hearts every time we come to you in prayer in our secret place, in our personal prayer, but in our group prayer as well. You are ever willing to pour out your spirit on us. You hover over every prayer meeting. For Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. So we know he is here. And we share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. We share it with all those that do not yet personally know you and all those that do not want to know you. And with those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, for whom we shall pray this morning, and all those that have no one to pray for them. And we ask, Lord, for your quickening in the spirit of each one of these, that there is transformation that there is renewal in their minds and hearts and there is redirection towards you. And with that confidence, Father, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the lifter of men, the great I am, the one who is ever faithful and will always uphold what he has promised us, what his word says he will do for us. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who died to reconfirm it, to assure us of that salvation, of restoration back into your kingdom. To bring us to the point where we can start to reconform to your likeness and image. To bring us to a life of abundance and of dominion. That which you had in mind, the plans that you had to prosper us, to give us an expected end when you first created us. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, uh, your Holy Spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of life. The same spirit who powered Jesus' ministry 
worked all those signs and wonders through him and through all the prophets that came before him. It is the same spirit now that you give us to be with us, the one that created the earth and everything that exists in creation. You give him to us. He has made his tabernacle within our bodies. And he now gives life to our spirit. That we are able to partner with him. When we speak the word, we can work with him as co-creators. You have made us co-heirs with Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. With the gift of angels, destiny help us. You have blessed us with family, with friends. You have blessed us with a roof over our head and food on our, and food on our table. You have blessed us with everything that we need, Lord. We thank you. And in all those areas where we are concerned today, Lord, we place them at your altar. And we ask for divine direction. We ask for wisdom. We thank you, Lord, that you also bless the work of our hands. Today, that is what we will reflect on. As we make our reflection and our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. All their assets, their jobs, their incomes, their family members, their homes, their belongings, they're going in and they're coming out, Father. I declare it protected by that bloodline of Jesus that we draw around each of them and declare it as our hedge of protection, as our barricade in the spirit. And let every force of wickedness that comes against it be judged by the fire of heaven. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of these to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare divine spiritual exemption from all of these in the name of Jesus. We command that angelic protection, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. Remembering that life and death is in the power of our tongue, Lord. By the wisdom that you grant us, we choose life and we speak life into every situation, every morning of every day as well. We proclaim that power by reading out your word, speaking it, believing that we have received your words from Isaiah 55 verses 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish. So just like that rain show is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. It will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and will achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Today we reflect on what the Bible says about the work of our hands. And just, there are just a few dot points that I have made this morning, but the topic could be a lot more extensive than this. I have tried to summarize a few key things that are important. In the last series, we have reflected on being sowers. 
that sowing is part of our work. So today, let's reflect on what that work is. And what did God have in mind for us when he says we should work? The first one is, the very first thing is, in the beginning, God created man in his own image and likeness to look after the garden in which he placed man. His perfect garden, and he placed the perfect man there. So we were created as managers to manage. That is one of the most important attributes we must remember about ourselves. We must manage everything that is given to us responsibly. That means our families, that means all the assets we have been given. And that also means looking after everything around us when we remember that we are stewards of creation. So everything in creation around us as well. And this directly connects back with this last series that we have been looking at. Sowing and reaping. You sow to the future. Not just for yourself. The second point is God provides us with unique skills, gifts and talents. And calls us to particular roles and activities. That is why we find ourselves doing different things. Not everyone is doing the same thing, even if you are working for the kingdom. So our work is part of his greater plan and calling for us. The important thing to remember here is we were created with a purpose. You must recognize what is your purpose in this life. That has been ordained to you by God. Even if it just means looking after your family. That is also a purpose. We must pray in our personal prayer to ask God, what is the purpose for my life in your kingdom? Where do I fit in that grand scheme of your plan? What would you like me to do? We offer ourselves up to the service of that kingdom. Remembering that it is the kingdom of our Father, our very Maker. Number three is quality, character and ethics are the pillars of our work. We are responsible not only for the quality of our work, but also for our faithfulness to God in the way we pursue that work. And for our own good character while working. We also see that in the parables Jesus gave us and in the stories that are covered in the Bible. You put the story of Joseph who diligently worked for Potiphar and then for Pharaoh. But Jesus gave us the parable of the talents and you see varying levels of diligence there. Quality, character and ethics that he talks about. You can read about that parable of the talents in Matthew chapter 25. Number four is our work is yoked with Christ. Most of the time we are actually working alone though. We discount the fact that we could be yoked with him where under that yoke we, he shares that burden with us. 
He said in Matthew 11, verse 28, My yoke is easy and my burden light. Drop that heavy yoke that you've been pulling from the wicked one under slavery. And take my yoke, work with me. I shall pull it with you, is what he's really trying to tell you. He offers to help. So that when we work with him, then our work and the decisions we make <clears throat> should be based on the principles of his word. And now when you go back and look at Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, it says, acknowledge the Lord in all your ways. and He will direct your path. Here he is saying, trust me and let's pull together. Remember Matthew 28, verse 20, he said, I will always be with you, even unto the end of time. I will never leave you. Is your work yoked with him? <clears throat> Are you involving him at the start of everything? That is what we need to look at. When you start every single day, even when you're speaking into your day, speaking, have you commanded your morning when you think of that? As you command it, before you command it, you surrender it to him, you acknowledge him and say, Lord, you direct. I'm about to start a new plan. I'm planning on buying a house. I'm planning on starting a new job. You direct. I'm planning on marrying. I'm looking for a life partner. You direct. You show me. What is the best one that fits in the grand scheme of your plan? I want you to work with me. I surrender it to you and I ask for your help, your direction, your wisdom. <clears throat> the fifth one is we should allow God to direct the use of all that he has provided. So this is linked with the fourth, but here it is now looking at everything you have, your assets, your riches. Most of the time we often say, this is mine. I will do with it as I please. And God is saying, it is not only for you. We have seen that in our last series. So I won't go into detail there, but the important thing that he's saying is it is not only for you. You are blessed to be a blessing. We need to seek his direction. Lord, what will you have me do? How can I help? And why does God say then that we should work? He makes it very clear in Ephesians 4 verse 28. Where he says, Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor. So this is connected back now to the third one where we spoke about quality, character and ethics. That's what should be part of our work. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor. Working with his hands, the thing which is good. Why? So that he may have to give to him that needs. What it really means, so that he may have enough. And extra to give to him that needs. Blessed to be a blessing is what this is all about. Why does God say we should work? The reason we should work is so that we can help those who are in need. Not only look after ourselves and call it a day. 
most people would say the reason we should work and it is a fact of our life. The reason we work is only to pay our bills. Now, what is God saying here? Look again closely in your personal reflection on Ephesians 4 verse 28. We are called to bless others. And the way to bless isn't in trying to meet our needs and that of our family. Your blessing is not limited to that family circle. It is the larger circle that God gives you where he includes others whose lives and whose destinies he has tied to yours. And all of that is dependent on your movement. There are many other salvations that are tied to your life as well. They will not receive their salvation until you move. We must be aware of that. And then work towards it. In Isaiah 58 verse 10 he says, If you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, now pay attention to the next part there. He says, then your light shall rise in the darkness and your gloom be like noonday. By helping others, now when he says your gloom will be like noonday, it means your darkness, your suffering, your worry, your pain will be as lit up and bright as midday. When you take care of others, he becomes interested in all your concerns. Isaiah 58 verse 10. Another verse to reflect on in our personal life. So this topic directly <clears throat> goes back to what we have reflected on in the last series, in the last two, three days. Being blessed to be a blessing is why God wants us to work. To recognize that we are managers. He gives resources for you to manage. He schools you in his management school and says, give and it shall be given unto you. You give others and I shall take care of you. Your gloom shall be like noonday. Your light, your wisdom, your revelation, your illumination. Your light shall rise. And then, as we have seen in the last four sessions from 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10, his method or the math that works in his equations is only multiplication. He does not do addition or subtraction. All we need to do is just fit into that equation. The multiplication automatically takes place because that equation is unchangeable. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each of us understand your ways and what you want us to be. And you said, take on that image and likeness of Jesus. The character, the nature that you want us to take up. We ask for your divine direction, Lord. We acknowledge your presence in that journey. When we reflect on our own lives, we ask you to show us, O Holy Spirit, what is our purpose and what is your plan for us to fulfill it. So that when we work in obedience with that will, your holy will, that you show us, 
when we align with it in obedience and do all that is written in your word, then we know in our hearts, just as your word in Joshua 1.8 says, we shall make our way prosperous in your kingdom, in the spirit, not just in the physical only. And we shall have good success. And that success is not just limited to fleshly ways. So we don't measure it by finance. We measure it by the milestones that are kicked in your kingdom. And you are a just king who rewards everyone that does in accordance with what you have prescribed. We're just like you said to the servants that multiplied your talents. You said, well done, good and faithful servant. We ask for that wisdom and direction, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures. For all families that are embattled and facing any kind of division, any kind of separation, including small arguments that have kept them separate, even though they live under the same roof. Ways that are meant to divide your people, Lord. What you have joined together, let no man and no spirit separate. Even in the smallest way. We pray also, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, any kind of addiction, any kind of compulsive behaviors. Every door that we have opened to the enemy, Lord, we ask for wisdom and direction to shut it. And by the blood of Jesus, we come against every such force of wickedness that is sought to keep your people yoked under slavery. By the anointing of your Holy Spirit, Lord, your yoke-breaking anointing, we declare freedom, we declare liberty over these lives in the name and by the blood of Jesus. So that when they renounce it, Lord, let that chain be broken instantly. We ask for your anointing to touch all the lives of those that we now pray for. We declare freedom, remembering what we have just said, in Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That when we declare it, it shall not go empty, but shall fulfill that for which we send it. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved, that have not yet received their salvation. We ask for a quickening in their spirit, Father that they shall see your light in your kingdom this day. Unless you draw them unto you, they cannot come, Lord. We ask for that quickening today. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer and our faith, making it our prayer of agreement with each other, knowing that the Holy Spirit also prays on our behalf, that prayer made under an open heaven, must and can only come back as an answered prayer. This is our faith. We believe that we have received God and we now release our faith. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift 
to release your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ada 
in the mighty and powerful name, the unmatchable name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Scripture that's been put on my heart today is from 2 Corinthians 4, 8 to 10. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Isaiah 48, verse 17, quoted from the NIV, where it is written. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you what is best for you who directs you in the way you should go. 
Our second one is from Psalm 37, verse 23 and 24, again quoted from the NIV, which says, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections as well as Brother Savio's powerful reflections that he shares on our tele uh, Telegram group chat and on all our social media pages, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter and Instagram, you can choose any of these. Please share them with your family and friends. In a special way, I would like to invite, I would like you to invite people to attend, your family and friends to attend this evening's Bible study session. This will be our concluding part on our series on the power of praying in tongues. So we will continue to learn the language of the recreated man and why speak in other tongues and the New Testament experience. But the important thing I'd like to highlight is today there is one more opportunity for people to receive the gift of tongues. You have Brother Vivek praying for those who would like to receive the gift of tongues. So if you know anyone that is desirous of receiving that gift or if any of you are looking to receive that gift in the spirit, Please make sure you attend this evening's Bible study session. We shall start at 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, starting with praise and worship, confession of scriptures, testimony time, and then the Bible teaching of the day starts at around 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can find links to join on Zoom and on YouTube, on our Facebook page, on our YouTube page, as well as on our Telegram group chat. under the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Friday, everyone. We shall see you at our Bible study session this evening. Thank you, Rasul. Thank you, Rasul. God bless everyone.